Welcome back to Purpose Driven in Christ. This message is entitled Purpose Driven Friendships. So we all have friendships and a lot of our friendships have started from when we were younger and a lot of them have developed as we have started our walk with Christ and it's very important to understand the purpose in our friendships especially if these friendships have been um, from the beginning when I say from the beginning since we were children Um, a lot of times you know especially if you are one of those devoted and loyal individuals which I believe is great those are great qualities to have sometimes it can make it very challenging to filter out whether or not the friendship is purpose-driven and whether or not it's a friendship that God has for you at this time like is this something that is hindering you or is it adding? Are you adding? Is it is it fruitful? Is this friendship fruitful? And that this is what this is what's going to help us determine and filter whether or not this friendship is purpose driven. Our friendships will they will change throughout the course of our life. You know, we have friendships from when we're in school, grade school, high school. Um, they all served a purpose when we were in school. Um, when we're in college, friends, you have similar similar um, interests and commonalities and your friends, you hang out, you enjoy each other's company. Then as you get older, I mean, you're, it seems like a lot of the friendships could even, they could occur due to um, mutual friends or uh, work-related friendships. Um, but as you start getting on the journey that God has for you, there is a different type of filtering when it comes to friendships. And I know a lot of times, depending on your personality temperament, we can call everyone a friend, especially when you just meet them. It's almost like an endearing word that, oh, this is my friend so-and-so. And I've done it. I call them that because I feel it's endearing. It, it shows that you have some sort of respect and honor for them. And I feel we loosely say friend. And when we think about what a friend is, a lot of times that does not fit what we call individuals. And it's really, when you think about it, it's it's challenging to truly have, um, when I say several, I'm talking about, so many friends to the point where you're not really nurturing those friendships. So you can just have all these friends, but then you have to ask yourself, when was the last time you had a true um, conversation with, with that friend? Or when was the last time you were able to support that friend on that level? So you have to ask yourself, is this a friend? Is this an associate? Is this someone who is just transitional at this time? They, you know, it's a seasonal I mean you really have to ask yourself what purpose does this person have in my life right now and who sent this individual is this individual was this was this friendship based on the flesh based on me just wanting to have fun someone who I feel like is going to um co-sign my flesh when I say co-sign tell you whatever your flesh wants to hear and they don't challenge you 
they're fun to be around, but they're they're not fruitful to grow you. So we have to ask ourselves because it's easy. I'm telling you, it's really easy to connect with people who are fun and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with having fun it's permissible but if that's all it is and and there's no challenge that they don't they don't um check you when you're in error they're only uh saying what you want to hear um then you have to ask yourself is this 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 friendship is this friendship going to help grow me is it going to help me stay on the course and path that God has for my life and there are and I must say just even thinking about myself and my friendships um, a lot of my friendships the ones that I still have to this day this was on my journey when I started praying when I started praying for God to bring women of God into my life like who truly love him Um, and it was something that it was so organic the way it happened. You know, this was even in the process of me transitioning and um, finding a church that was very relational. That we, it was, it was there was a focus on building relationships, so that made it even easier because everyone, a lot of people had their guards down. They were there with the mindset of that we're connecting with people, we're we're creating community, and we truly want to build relationships. So that made it so much easier. Prior to that. I was um, seeking out these friendships. So when I would go places and I would meet people who seemed to be nice and um, good spirited people, I would um, pursue those friendships. I would be the one to exchange my information and reach out to them, invite them places. I did that because I, I knew that if I wanted something, I had to, especially friendships, I had to be friendly. I had to be, this is me and and thinking in the natural realm. And I'm not saying that you still don't need to do those things in the spiritual realm because we still need to move by faith in what we do. Um, But I I did that because I'm like, I, I saw that by me not doing it, it wasn't really allowing friendships to occur. So I had to step out my my comfort zone. And when I went places or if I went to church, um, events, I would intentionally try to connect with individuals um, because I wanted to make friends. And so I noticed that in my attempts to do that, because I was the one leading the process the whole time, I felt like I was literally the one leading the friendship the whole when I say leading the friendship, it was like um, a lot of the invitations and a lot of connecting to events and, and stuff like that. Um, but you know, it wasn't like that for everyone. It, it was reciprocated. Don't get me wrong. But I noticed if I pulled back from from that, then it, there was no feeding of the, the the friendship. There, there, it just wasn't as connected. If it, if I, I noticed if I wasn't doing that for certain friendships, and then I believe a lot of it was personality um, related as well. Um, a lot of a lot of my friends um, at the time were introverted, and then a lot of the friends that God has brought into my life now are are um, extroverted. Um, and so I don't. I, to me, whatever purpose He has for it, it's the purpose He has, whether they're introverted, extroverted. But um, I noticed that 
when God brings people into my life, um, it, it's not even about whether or not these are people I can have fun with or these are people like it. It's literally about me becoming more Christ-like and challenging me in different ways, whether it's in communication, whether it's in um, um, having grace and mercy and looking over an offense. I mean, these types of things can truly be worked on in friendships because you are, um, you know, spending your life with these, you're sharing your life with these individuals who God has brought into your life. And the ones who God has brought into my life they have challenged me in different ways. And and when I know it's God is when people are praying for you and you don't even know they're praying for you. They, they happen to tell you after the fact, oh, I've been praying for you. Oh, we've been praying for you. Or friends are coming together praying for you and you don't even know they're doing that. That, that to me, that is God. That, that has to be God for people to pray for you. You don't know they're praying for you. And they're interceding in a way they're fasting for you and that you don't even know they're doing that. So to me, that that is God. When you have people in your life who are moving on that level and who are actually asking you, how can I support you right now in your life? What can I do to, um, to help you in your journey? How often do you hear friends asking you those types of things? And I believe that when God is trying to um, grow you and help shape you and help keep you supported in his love, he will bring these individuals into your life. And it's not to say that the friendships are going to be without challenges. I believe challenges help refine you. I was one who I I avoided challenges. I didn't like um arguments I didn't like just in general when I think about the course of all my friendships like through college and everything I don't recall really being in arguments with people that was something that I avoided so that there was peace I I don't like um strife and um all the issues that come with it so I would probably not address things that needed to be addressed I wouldn't really bring up things that bothered me because I'm like, you know what? I want to maintain peace. That was not healthy because how do you grow when you don't confront a situation that needs to be confronted? When you just ignore stuff and you just internalize it, that's not helping the person who did the offense and that's not helping you to be more Um, vocal. When I say vocal, it doesn't necessarily mean a negative thing. That just means that now you're being able to speak the truth in love and hoping that the Holy Spirit putting your faith in the Lord, that he will work on the person's heart as you're communicating what needs to be communicated. So that was something I had to grow in. I was not, um, I was not really comfortable in that area. And some of it was my personality temperament. But as you grow and you allow the Holy Spirit to fill you and you get to the place where you're like, you know what, I'm doing everything unto you, Lord. And if this is you, you're going to be my vindicator, that you'll vindicate the entire situation, that I'm not going to put my confidence in um, 
how I do it or how they're going to respond, but I'm going to put my confidence in you and trust that you are going to work all things out for the good, even if it involves the ending of the friendship. Because if a friendship ends due to confrontation or an offense, then you have to ask yourself, was that even from God? Because if you're in the spirit, if your friends are in the spirit, and everyone is on the same accord in the spiritual realm, and you have that same common goal of glorifying the Lord, you're not going to allow an offense to end a a friendship that God has ordained. Now, if a person finds themselves constantly um, not having friendships, I'm talking about the friendships that God has brought, you have to ask yourself, what is it in you that's causing and it might not be you it could be the other person it could just be that it just happened to happen like you know to occur on that level but you have to ask yourself is there something is there something in me or in you or whatever that is causing an ongoing offense to occur that means is the person are you holding unforgiveness over somebody and you do it in every friendship it's almost like the friend has to be perfect it has that friendship has to be perfect to your standards or it's like one strike and you're out and this is how some people are treating their friendships that God has brought and when these individuals are out God has to work on their forgiveness that means that it's not just you that they're doing this with they're doing this with several people And this is a spirit of offense that's causing good relationships to be ended because people are not able to effectively get over um, hurts and things that have happened, whether it's um, expectations. Some people have um, expectations, like high high maintenance expectations. And I'm saying high maintenance because Um, For some friendships, they're having an expectation for you to meet whatever they're not getting from Jesus. So is, you know, if they have to talk to you for hours at a time, that's that's out of like when I say hours at a time, I'm talking about every single day where they're consuming your time. And and if they're not having any boundaries with that, you have to ask yourself, is that a distraction? Now, if, if that maintenance level is really high and you're, you know you can't meet that maintenance level, you have to ask yourself, is this, a, is this a friendship that you're able to maintain? And if you are able to maintain it, are you going to put boundaries? Are you going to communicate the level of time that you can devote to that friendship? Some, some friendships have... Um, there, there might be some demands that you, the un, unspoken demands or expectations that are on it that you might not be meeting. And until you have that com- communication, then you realize, okay, there's more expectation from this friendship that is um, needed, w- whether it's from the other person or whatever the case is. But some friendships are ha- might have higher maintenance and some of it can be personality related. Some of it could be void issues I I don't know but you have to ask yourself um what what part of it is making you feel uncomfortable 
pulled, drained. If you if you're ever feeling drained in a friendship, you have to ask God, where is this coming from? Does this friendship need to be reconsidered? Um, does it need to be transitioned to an associate associate level where you're you're still loving the person, but yet now you have different boundaries on it um, because of that friendship. When when you think about friendships that are from from God, they're not going to separate. So this I'm gonna read a scripture. This is from Proverbs 16:28. A troublemaker plants seeds of strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. So are your friends planting seeds of division to others? Are your friends planting seeds of doubt to others? Because friends should cover. And don't get me wrong, you might have a friend who has a struggle with gossip. And so maybe God is using you to help call it out so there is repentance and correction so that that can change. Now, if we only look at it like, okay, my friend struggles with gossip, so we're no longer going to be friends. And yet you didn't call it out. You didn't expose it to the person. They didn't have an opportunity to repent and change it and get back on course. And now you just end it without giving them an opportunity to repent and change the course of those actions we're really having no grace for individuals. And that means we will find ourselves going in and out of friendships without having grace, without even trying to help the individual in that process of weakness. Now, there's one thing if you share this information to help them, but they're very resistant to correction. They're very, um, they're in denial that there is a weakness. They, um, They think that everything is to serve them then you might have to reconsider. Um, you have to ask yourself, is this a relationship that God would want for you right now? Is this something that you think is fruitful? Is this is this friendship fruitful? Is this friendship um, putting a lot of weight on you? Is it a distraction? Is their sin distracting you because they're not wanting to be corrected or they're not um, they're they're not repenting? Is that a a distraction to what God's calling you to do? And this is a way to really decipher friendships. Do they cause drama, division? Are you constantly putting out fires? Is it a weight? You know, and friendships, it shouldn't be so weighted where you find yourself doing everything to help um, sustain the friendship. There There should be some reciprocation there where each party is taking responsibility of actions whether it's good or bad each response each party you're taking responsibility of how much you're pouring into and you're taking responsibility of what you're doing to cause division or things that are even impacting your own personal relationship with God now are these friendships another thing to ask ourselves are these friendships are these individuals that we have friendships with are they individuals we are comfortable sharing our lives with? Are we open with these individuals? To have friends that do not know anything about you, when I say know anything, like um, how you're feeling about things or uh, struggles that you might be going through. 
are these individuals you can share prayer requests with. I'm saying prayer requests that you're being authentic about, not just the general pray for my, you know, pray for me to be in the will of God. I'm talking about things that you're struggling with. Are you able to share that with the individual without feeling like you're going to be judged, without feeling like they're going to tear you apart because of what they're just now discovering? Like, is this person truly humble and in the in the spirit to um, stay the course to, no matter what the prayer request is, that nothing's catching them off guard? Um, I'm going to share another scripture from Proverbs 17, 19. Love prospers when a fault is forgiven, but dwelling on it separates close friends. So this is the thing. If you're sharing something that could have been offensive, it, are they dwelling on it? Are, are you able to move forward in the love of God? So these, I mean, there's so much scripture to help support um, godly friendship so that it is healthy, so that um, you're able to glorify God in the friendship. And another thing too, like how I was mentioning earlier, how when I was pursuing these friendships, I was connecting with people who were like really um, good spirited people. When I say good, they, they just really had a, a joyous demeanor. They were nice. They, um, they, weren't, they weren't critical or negative. Um, I noticed that I found myself, I found myself um, connecting with those individuals who just seemed very nice that they weren't when I would listen to them they weren't talking about gossip or they weren't um you know and and I guess that's how I pursued those friendships those who I I I I admired things about them you know this was how they um how they lived their life their standards um those types of things because I felt like that was positive um influence in my life so you choose based on what would influence <clears throat> what would influence you on a positive level. And that, that was one of the things. So I'm going to read Proverbs 22, um, 24 through 25. Don't befriend angry people or associate with hot-tempered people, or you will learn to be like them and endanger your soul. So the scripture is even warning us and preparing us to not just try to be um, friends with people who are angry all the time and they're hot tempered. That's a lot of weight. As I explained what, what might come along with that, you're putting out fires. You're constantly having to address um, stuff in the spiritual, you know, stuff that is impacting you in a negative way and then their anger might get in your spirit and cause you to become angry or um, I would connect the same thing with a critical spirit if you're with critical people and all, all when you're around them it's just criticizing people um, bringing up other people's business their flaws negativity um, even being critical towards you telling you everything that you're doing wrong if you're constantly around a critical spirit that would actually crush your spirit it can crush your spirit when you're with critical around critical people and not only crush your spirit it can cause you to subconsciously become critical as well because you're spending time around this this is, and i'm calling it a spirit because it's a spirit and this is why people start 
by being around the spirit, you can start picking up on the same characteristics of the spirit and find yourself acting the same way. It might not happen the next day, but a month or however long it can go by, the, the time can go by and you find yourself, you can find yourself having critical thoughts of other people. Why? Because you were listening to critical spirits. You're around a critical spirit. Being negative, being judgmental. This is why you have to guard your heart. Um, one of the things you, that this is how the spirits operate. Critical spirits like to be with other critical spirits. That There's an attraction there. So if you come across critical spirits, you might find yourself, their circle might comprise of other people with that same level of criticalness because there's an attraction there that that the critical spirits you have another person who who can be critical with you that's something that's feeding that spirit feeding the flesh to stay in a place of criticism and negativity and that is that's that's in the fleshly realm so um if you see that, that is something you have to pray about. You have to call it out and ask yourself, is that is, is that what God wants you to be around? And you might happen to have a friend who is called by God, who has a critical spirit, but that is a stronghold that God is working on in their life that you need to help them um, in that. So you pray, you might um, ask, how can you know I support you in that area? But it's not to condemn them in that place, but to remind them by showing love, speaking love over a situation, bringing out the good when they want to be critical. You talk about God's grace. You talk about God's love and mercy to help bring that spirit out, to get uprooted through that love. You model that. You don't have to keep condemning them. But when you model the love, that critical spirit will gradually get uprooted and the conviction of the Holy Spirit will reveal it and expose it to them without you constantly having to um, remind them of it. Um, with Also with the purpose-driven friendships, you have to ask yourself, are, are both of you pouring into each other? If you're just taking, if you're just approaching the friendship on um, what can I receive from you I want you to reach out to me. I want you to text me all these wonderful scriptures. I want you to, to invite me to your events, but you're not doing it. You have to ask yourself, what value are you bringing to that person's life? There should be some sort of reciprocation of pouring into each other's life. And um, God is so beautiful that even people who he calls you to um, regarding like discipling, um, some individuals who I've even um, mentored or discipled have become friends like to me, like to the point where I've, I've traveled with them and I've shared my life with them and I see them as a friend, even someone who I've discipled. And so God brings people into our lives in different ways and it's by the spirit just seeing the spirit of the individuals and how they can even impact your life. Somebody who you poured into is pouring into your life um, by either sending you scriptures or sharing a testimony, um, that's still pouring into your life and it's still a blessing. So um, we, we shouldn't keep God in a box in how he will bring these friendships and how these friendships might look because at the end of the day, they should bring him glory and they should help us to grow in our walk with Christ. So I hope that we're um, 
encouraged by this and that we're reminded of the purpose of um, friendships, like purpose-driven friendships. What purpose do these friendships serve in our lives? And are they from God? Um, have they served their season? Are they are there friendships that you need to go back and revisit? Are there people who God um, that you know that um, they, that God has on your heart and you need to reach out to? You haven't spoken to them in years. There could have been an offense on their end or there could be maybe some struggles that they're dealing with maintaining healthy friendships or offense and unforgiveness and bitterness and things that they're dealing with. Maybe God has dealt with them and now you have to, now you might need to pray for them and reach out to them and just check on them and see where they are. Because some people have um, evolved and now they've grown and they're in a place where they can um, maintain a healthy friendship with you. Um, And so we just don't want to just be so dismissive and discard people, but just really say, okay, what place do um, what place does God have in my life right now? Even though there is, there could have been years that have passed by and you haven't spoken to this individual, but still check in on them, see where they are and pray for them. Let them know that, um, that you're still praying for them, that you're still concerned about them. And I believe those types of things are very, those types of interactions and relationships can be very powerful, especially when God is bringing you back into their life to help them in their journey. So I just hope that we have grace, discernment, and um, that we're walking in love when it comes to these purpose-driven friendships that God has given us. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for who you are. We thank you so much for bringing purpose-driven friendships into our lives. We thank you for giving us discernment to know um, who you brought into our lives and how you want us to navigate the friendship. Help us to have continued patience, um, discernment, love to carry out these friendships for your glory. Help us to be intentional every day, every week with the friendships that you've brought. Help us to be open to share things about our struggles with these friendships. Help us to not be so guarded that they don't even know what to pray because we're not sharing what those concerns are. Help us to show how much we appreciate the friendships by cultivating the friendships that you have given us, being intentional about um, spending time with these individuals, however that might look, whether it's over the phone, whether it's in person, in prayer, serving together, um, however that looks, Lord. Um, We thank you for helping us to be intentional with the friendships, Lord. We thank you for those friendships. And then we ask that you help us to have um, enough boldness in the Holy Spirit to confront situations and um, concerns that need to be confronted and put our hope in you that you will guard the hearts of those individuals who are being um, confronted about things that need to be discussed, Lord. We just thank you. We honor you. We glorify you because you are so worthy to be praised. And we're we're thankful for the journey that you have us on and the people that you've placed in our lives. Um, Lord, we thank you. We magnify you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. All right, you all, be encouraged and reminded that there is nothing impossible with God.